All right, so Foxtrot, uh, you guys have all been, after your quick escape from uh, Arkstead and Slateport, you guys have settled into Fitz Park in the Gnome Kingdom of Smignigant. And uh, you've been staying at an inn with Bite and Tex at this uh, really dingy dockside tavern to kind of keep a low profile. You've been doing like odd jobs here and there. Uh, well, Tex has been doing odd jobs. What were you doing for a few days? Me? Yeah. How were you contributing to the group effort? Babysitting Teethling? Okay. I'm going to remind you again. Her name is Astra. Not sure. Such a pretty name. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would have been doing. Foxtrot is a rogue and a thief, so, like, would he be playing cards and stealing money here and there? Yeah, sure. Was yeah, he just he was at a vibing? Bar. He was just at a bar, vibing. Vibing? Okay. Alrighty. So, uh, one particular morning, there is a knock at your bedroom door, and it's not quite dawn yet, but uh, everybody else is still asleep in their rooms and stuff. And like I said, uh, there there is a knock that wakes you on your door. Uh, come in. Uh, come the, in. <laughs> the 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 door opens and a shadowy dog steps in, like a oh, big giant, okay. <laughs> a big giant like dire wolf. That's just like shadowy it's got like dark red eyes and it just like proceeds to silently step in the room and look at you oh i'm dying today okay oh shit um oh shit this sucks (laughs) uh make a perception check Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. Alrighty. Uh, you notice that uh, it has something tucked in its giant mouth. And it proceeds to walk over to the side of your bed. And like as it gets closer, you feel like this like breeze of cold air kind of like follow with it. And again, like as it pads across the room, it doesn't even make a sound. And it comes up to the side of your bed and it drops a uh, rolled up scroll into your lap. Fucking magic people. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, look at it. All right, you open it up and you find a message written and it says, uh, you're not safe here. Neither is the tiefling. Powerful people will be coming after her. It is imperative that you make haste and leave. And at the bottom of the paper, you see that it's not signed, but it's marked with a coiled snake. Uh, I'm sure I disguised the tiefling as best I could, right? Like, I feel like I just don't have her walking around. Would you disguise? Okay, I will say it is. You you need to tell me how you're going to disguise her because she is she does very much stand out. I figure just a giant cloak. Okay. I mean normal clothes, but then like a giant cloak over her. All right. 
and you have her wings covered up. And the people ask, I say she's a burn victim. Like, uh, don't look Christ. at her. Don't get near her. She's infection. <laughs> All right. So if you've been doing that, how does somebody know that you have her is the question that comes to mind as you read over this message again. Well, it's obviously a magic fuck and they've done magic stuff. <laughs> Alrighty. I don't remember so... Fox hating magic so much, but I just feel like he'd just be like, God damn it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I have friends. Quotation mark, right? I mean, you do have friends. A few of the people that you escaped uh, out of Arkstead with, they kind they made their own way once they you guys all arrived. But the only two who remained were Hex and the little Nikogen bite. I'll go talk to them. I feel like they're invested a little bit in the tiefling. It's <laughs> uh, kind of like so... a paycheck. That's true. Uh, as you go to uh, head to the door to like go knock on Tex's door, the dog follows you. And as you bring a fist up to knock, uh, the dog puts the, the giant wolf put, like clamps down on your arm to prevent oh. you from knocking. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't knock. Is it like trying to leave me somewhere or is it just like It's just preventing you from going to his like to knock on his door. Okay. Um I just grabbed the tiefling and I'm just like, we follow? Yes. The the dog So okay, so you go and wake Astra up and, and tell her like we're bouncing. Yeah, I'm like, Hey girl, how you doing? Um I think death is here and we're supposed <laughs> to follow it or something. I don't know. Get your shit. Oh, oh, okay. Is everything all right? I don't know. You look. I point at the dog. I'm like, I don't know. Do you, I don't know what the fuck that is. She she looks really frightened of the dog, but she grabs her cloak and cover and you know, like throws it over herself. And, uh, yeah, she follows you out into the hallway, and the dog is still standing there waiting. Alright, tell the dog, alright, let's get going. If this is a trap, I will gut you like a fish. Uh, the, the dog gives, like, a low growl at that, and he turns, and you see, uh, he doesn't head for the stairs, but he turns towards the edge of the hall, and you find a black portal waiting for the two what of you. What the actual fuck? Yes. I mean, does no one else see... Like, I'm kind of looking around if no one else sees a star portal. It, it looks like it's just you two in the hallway. It's still like... It, the sun The sun hasn't even come up yet. So most people here at the tavern are still sleeping. You don't oh. have to. It, it's up to you. Are you going to go into the gate or are you going to head down the stairs? Well, I think or I feel like Foxtrot would reason that if it was someone to get the tiefling, why would they warn you about it? That they're like, you know what I mean? Like, why would they warn you about stealing it and then steal it? 
air. So... Yeah, no, he'll go. Okay, so you're gonna... I mean, she has wings. Worst comes worse, they can just fly away. Right. Isn't that what you guys did last time? Yeah, I rode her like Falcor. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, so you two step through the gate, and the dog follows after you guys, and when you step out again, you are in a back alleyway uh, a few blocks away from the tavern, and the dog is gone. Oh, okay. Cool. I guess we walk around? What do we do now, Foxtrot? Um, is there something in the alley? Like, is there a, a, like a, a store or something? Make a nether perception check. I have negative one in perception, so this can only go well. 14. Jesus. You're a rogue. How do you have a terrible perception check? It's wisdom. I don't do wisdom. Jesus. Alrighty. Um, you said a 14? Yeah. You do see, like, at the end of the alleyway, it looks like it leads off into the harbor area, and you see, like, a large, a few ships, and one is, like, a large black ship with sails, and, uh, in the alleyway itself, you see, like, garbage bins and stuff, and you do see a door that's, like, run-down-looking. It's painted, like, the paint is cracked and, and peeling in places. Again, it's still like just before dawn, so there's not, you don't see any people in the alleyway. Um, you're sure that there's probably like patrols out in the uh, the harbor. I guess I go to the ramp door. Alrighty. This dog fucking gave no instructions. I mean, it did. It just said GTFO with the deep. Yeah, plane. GTFO. Okay. Um, we go to the door, I kind of knock. Worst case scenario, right. crackhead answers, and I stab him. <laughs> Best case scenario, a crackhead answers, and I stab him. Oh my god. Alright, uh, it takes a moment, but the door does slowly open, and you see a tall, pale figure looking down at you with, like, really black, beady eyes, and speaks to you in a really hoarse voice. Yes. Um, black dog, wink. I'm sorry, what? Okay, um. Black winking. dog. No, I'm just winking. The guy opens the door and he looks down at you again. He goes, I'm sorry, but unless you have arrived with a reference from somebody, I cannot help you. Uh, I turn around, fold the paper up, other than the symbol of the snake. You know what I mean? Like, it's that showing, and I kind of turn okay. around, and I'm like, eh? Oh, you show it to the guy? The symbol of the snake. I'm like, eh? Oh, I see. Please, come in. And, uh, as he arches his brow, as he looks at the symbol... He beckons you both inside to a really dimly lit room. Oh, I'm full on, like, <laughs> hands on daggers. Okay. I tell her to be on guard. I don't know what that means for her. I don't know if she 
On guard A. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Her. I mean, I don't think you guys have equipped her with anything, so she's she's basically just got like her tail, her wings, her fists, well, I, I mean, guess. She I, I she has a tiefling. The way she looked, it looked like she had like claws and wings. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, I figured she'd just be like feral attack. Be ready to panic. <laughs> right. So, uh, you guys step in I always, to... <laughs> and I always reiterated to her, no matter what happens, save me. Everyone else can die, but save me. Oof. <laughs> oh my god. What a pal. Gee, oh. thanks. But, I, if I remember correctly, yeah, I'm a halfling. I, she can get me out. Sorry, guys. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Hi, I'm Richard, the host and GM of the D20 Future Show, the world's premier D20 Future podcast. We play the tabletop role-playing game D20 Future and we put it out as a show. And sometimes we are idiots. When a giant spider was attacking an old woman and you killed it, that is not enough to seduce a security guard. <laughs> strongly disagree, but okay. Okay, you are not right. that hot. <laughs> right. Strongly disagree. Date me, I rolled 26. <laughs> they are not player characters, they are not my book. <laughs> Think things got a little too crazy, but we're here now. Party time! Party time! It's a crazy day! The D20 Future Show is available on all good, neutral and evil podcast platforms. Just go to your podcast app and search for The D20 Future Show, and you're bound to find us. You're welcome. <laughs> Podcasting gold. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play podcast. I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger, a retired costume designer with as much sass as she has exes. The murder rate is on the rise. Something dark is just below the surface, and a group of rambunctious retirees on this cozy island are the only ones who have noticed. I'm Mary Stuck. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan. She just wants to spread the love of knitting and solve crime with her friends. Based on the tabletop role-playing game Brindlewood Bay, written by Jason Cordova, Roll to Metal is an occasionally ridiculous murder mystery that mixes true crime, murder she wrote, and a growing supernatural conspiracy. I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I'll be playing Birdie. She's a music lover, a former groupie, and she is the town menace. Produced by ActualStoryPodcasting.com, Roll to Metal launches on September 1st. Follow and subscribe now, wherever you get your podcasts, and get ready to metal. Hey, Fern. Um, surprise, it's another murder. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander. You to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today. 
and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers, and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out and look at all the great products. Get your dice catapult today and let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support to the show. I want to give a special thank you to Not That Chris Brown, who took a punch from a silverback gorilla and broke all of its fingers. I'm Fantastic, who doesn't wear steel-toed boots because he already has steel toes. Kyle, who can crack a single leg between his biceps, both of them. And Toby Scott, who eats bronze and shits copper. Your support helps us continue to make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun for each of you. So keep it coming. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, including early episode releases and our bonus campaign, The Rep Scallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes, and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. Alright, so you guys step inside, and you find, like, this dimly lit room, but you see, like, walls upon walls with trinkets and items and books and jars filled with god only knows what you also see like hanging dried plants here and there it gives the room like a very sagey uh worn smell to it and the man goes to a small sitting area and you see that there's a fireplace and then two large comfy chairs and in between the two chairs is a small tea tray that has been set up and he gestures for you to head in that direction if you will the lady shall see you now okay i tell astra not to steal anything i don't usually Oh, I've been instructing her to steal anything that's not nailed down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been telling her that, and then I'm just like, don't do it. Uh, don't steal from witches. Um, it'll backfire. It happened to me once. Just don't do it. Good to know. All right, so do you go to the table or to the, the chairs? Of course. All right. Um, <laughs> when you get over there you see somebody is already sitting in one of the chairs you find a halfling woman with long blonde hair about her shoulders and she has a dark cloak that she wears and she has green eyes and you see like across her neck and uh, over one of her shoulders descending down is this again it's that that coiled snake tattoo hi hello would you 
Like to have a seat, please? Sure. So you take a seat and she watches the two of you. Astra uh, stands behind her or stands behind your chair and suspiciously watches. And you see that dog from before is sitting at her feet, curled up. It opens its eyes and and looks up at you. Kind of like, oh, hey, you again. Oh, hey, you're the best. (laughs) You found this place, all right. Uh You're the rogue foxtrot, correct? Only famous to yourself, if I remember correctly. Sure. The best thing about a rogue is not to be famous. So if I'm only famous to myself, then I'm doing a pretty good job. She gives a small smile as she pours uh, two more cups of tea and offers each of you one. I'm sorry if I alarmed you, but it was imperative that the tiefling was quickly taken out of there. You and your friend were being observed by dangerous people. Like who? It's better if you're not completely aware. Trust me, the those that are after you are not to be trifled with. Okay. If you thought Arkstead and the Crime Lords were bad, you should know that there are those in the dark who are a lot more dangerous. And they became aware of your actions when you broke that tiefling out of Lord Kumog's estate. So I'm here to give you a bit of aid to get you and your friend here out of Fitzpark. Fence parks isn't safe. Not for her. And since you're always with her, not for you. So are they like pissed I stole her? I mean, rescued her? Oh, very. Or. Wait. (laughs) They're very upset. Because they had plans for her or they were going to plan on rescuing her? Oh, no, no, no. They had plans for her. Do you know anything about the Void, Mr. Foxtrot? Oh, what? The Void. Anything about the Divine or Darkspawn Pantheon? Uh, I was like, I call my butthole the Void, but (laughs) that's besides the point. Now I don't know what the Void is. The Void is where your tiefling friend here is from. She's not from here in Arius. She's from a place that exists between our plane and the divine planes. Well, in between all the planes. And with someone like her, she draws the attention of those that well, would wish to use her to summon Darkspawn. 
Those are typical maker weapon slash user as a weapon slash chopper up user parts to make weapons or stuff. More like use her as a gateway to summon the darkspawn gods. Okay. Through sacrifice. Of course. Of yes. Of course, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Why, no offense, you're magic. Why is it the most magic thing that have sacrifices? Like... Because some of the most powerful magic comes from sacrifice. Be it blood, souls, energy. If you wish for something to be done right and done powerfully and correct, then it always costs a price. Shit. Why do it? For those that mean ill, they do it for power. For those that do it for good, in situations such as self-sacrifice, it's to help their group and the world at large. Would you ever make such a sacrifice, Mr. Foxtrot? You mean like... Emotions stabby stabby? If that is what it took to protect those um, that you cared about? Well, I mean... You're getting a little too philosophical for me. We just met. My um, apologies. I don't know. Something to consider. Especially since you've drawn the attention of powerful people, like I said. Because I did my job good? Sure. I will at least give you one name that you do need to be aware of. Who is very invested and interested in your friend here. You need to be aware of a person known as Drachna. That was like a douchebag. You wouldn't be far from that. Drachna is a servant to one of the Darkspawn gods. And they would do anything to get their hands on her. Okay. Well, can I ask for something else to help? Sure, please. I'm gonna need some extra money for the road. Like, I haven't gotten paid yet. So, I'm gonna need some money. Very well. She gestures to the table between the two of you, and you already see a velvet bag of coins <laughs> in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna take that. Already? Do you already check to see how much is inside? I'm a gentleman. I do that outside of here. I'll do that later. Alright. So where do you suggest I do now? I suggest... I know that it wasn't good English. What do you suggest <laughs> I do now? I suggest you and your friend head someplace less populated. The less eyes that are on the two of you, the harder you'll both be to find. 
you're not gonna do like one of those like backstabbing things where like you help us and then later on you're like haha it was me all along and like stab me in the gut and then take her right like you're not gonna do that he narrows her eyes at you if I wanted to do a really bad sign (laughs) if I wanted to do something like that you would already be dead and she would be with me now I don't know. If you like, there are a couple of boats heading to various places that you can board now, or you can simply leave the city and travel on foot. That bag there has sufficient coin to purchase you safe passage on either a boat or gathering horses and supplies. That's spending more money. Trust me. You have plenty of money on you. Is this one of those magic bags? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and take this. She hands you a small medallion, and you again see that snake symbol on it. This will allow me to ensure that the two of you are safe. And if worse comes to worse, and you find yourself in only the most extreme and dire of situations, you can concentrate on it, and you'll be able to reach me. However, if you use this recklessly, I will immediately cease any contact with you. Okay, well, I've never seen the ocean, so let's try the boats first, and then... I mean, you were on an ocean. I I don't fucking know. We leave the city. I mean, you can go and investigate the boats. No, no, no. We leave the city. We pack up and leave. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay, so is there anything else you want to ask or say to her? No, she gave me magic money bag and thing. I'm like, okay, bye. Okay, so you step out of that mysterious place and leave that woman uh, and whoever she was. She never asked for a name and she didn't offer it, but she seemed to know your your name? name. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you do speak to her before you go. Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Mr. Mysterious Woman? (laughs) Hey. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Uh, She says you can call her Lady Serpentine. Is there a Mr. Lady Serpentine? Not anymore. Ooh. <laughs> Mysterious. Okay, yeah. goodbye, Lady Serpentine. All right. <laughs> Safe travels, Mr. Foxtrot. I doubt it. <laughs> the uh the creepy man shows you to the door and lets he, like, the two been like behind me this whole time. I didn't know. Yeah, this. basically you stand like, up oh, and Jesus turn around Christ. and he's there. Put a bell on that one. He's basically that stereotypical uh <laughs> a tall, skinny, pale butler man. Although like he has he, he like when he, his eyes are kind of slitted like a snake's. So he's like Butler Voldemort. Sure, or more like a Butler Yonti. Ew. <laughs> okay. Ew. 
am, bro. It's literally <laughs> in the name. <laughs> yeah. Did it shock you? <laughs> See, I just imagine Butler Voldemort now, and I'm like, ew. That works, too. <laughs> just tall, skinny, add a, a few more wrinkles and years on him, and there you go. Maybe a couple scales. <laughs> yeah, a few scales. His eyes are yellow and slitted. How's his nose? <laughs> yep. Fox Does that mean he's immortal too? <laughs> what was that, Wander? Does that mean he's immortal too? Sure. Neat. <laughs> As we all know, immortality comes at the price of your nose. Exactly. This is true. <laughs> Alright, so... Then why is Michael Jackson not alive? Oh! Because he gained one instead of losing it. <laughs> Double homicide. Rip. Oh, God. Jesus <laughs> Yikes. <Christ>. Yikes, indeed. <laughs> Anyways. <Wow>. Christ. <laughs> Alright, so with that, Adam, you and Astra make your way out onto the docks and harbors, and it looks like there's quite a few ships. Like I said, there's one with, like, big black sails there's smaller ones there's one that's like docked way at the furthest end off to the side it looks it's like a medium-sized ship it doesn't look like there's any crew on board at the moment and so are you looking for one where you can the other ships all look like to have people starting like crew people Starting to go about their business and everything, um, moving up and down the gangplanks and everything. However, that one you do notice has like no activity on it at the moment. Um, I'm guessing I'll just wander around. Okay. Do you stop at anyone in particular? Or are you asking around? Yes. To which part? Oh. <laughs> Okay. There are a few ships leaving later in the morning that one is heading to the kingdom of Malma. One heading to the human kingdom of Castle Bay. And one heading to the kingdom of Linesburg. Sure, that one. Let's go on that boat. The one going to Lysburg? Sure. Okay. So you pay a fee and pay the climb fee, aboard? Get on the boat. Okay. Alrighty. So it'll be a couple hours, but soon you'll be heading underway. You're shown a small cabin for the two of you, and that's what we'll leave off with you for the moment. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.